Welcome to the Dare to Multiply podcast. On this podcast, we help passionate Jesus followers become courageous, obedient disciples who impact their communities for the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Cynthia Anderson, a disciple multiplication coach and trainer. I'm going to show you how to make and multiply disciples in your area. God's got great things ahead for you. Let's dare to multiply. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about what do you do when people come to your disciple making group, your house church or DBS, and they're coming, you suspect, for the wrong reasons. Now, this does happen where people are more attracted to you or to something about you, maybe something they think they can gain from being friends with you, or maybe they're looking for some financial benefit. So what do you do with people who you suspect may be coming to your group for the wrong reasons? And how do you approach that? How do you deal with that? We're going to be talking about that today. So we'll be back with that in just a moment. Are you busy but not seeing the fruit you long for? Dissatisfied with your present level of impact on those around you? Are frustrated with traditional methods of discipleship that don't seem to be effective? If so, the Getting Started in Disciple Making Movements course may be just what you need. Inside the Getting Started program, you'll get access to a step-by-step proven approach to making and multiplying disciples. Not only will you receive 25 short and practical video teachings spread out over six modules, but you'll have a chance to connect with others for group coaching via our monthly Zoom calls. And even more importantly, you'll become part of a global community of like-minded people from all over the world who are passionately committed to following Jesus and impacting others around them. If you want to get unstuck and begin moving forward as a disciple who makes disciples, I encourage you to go to courses.dmmsfrontiermissions.com and sign up for this powerful program today. And now to today's episode. How do you deal with people who come to your group for the wrong reasons? They're coming with wrong motivations. How do you address that? Or how do you interact with that kind of a person? Well, sometimes, and in some cases, you are going to have people who are attracted to your house church or attracted to your ministry, even attracted to you for the wrong reasons, that they are really not so much attracted to Jesus. (laughs) They're not so passionate about following Jesus, but they, they believe that they can get some kind of financial benefit from you or some sort of even sometimes it may be a social benefit or it may be uh, they're just a really needy person and they need friends and so they come to the group not because they're interested so much in following Jesus but they're interested in something that you are offering through that group but their motivation is not necessarily um as it should be, right? And so what do we do with these kinds of people? Well, the first thing I would say is you are not alone. This is not unusual. This happens uh, to lots of people, but that doesn't make it any less frustrating, right? (laughs) It's very frustrating when you're trying to get people to follow Jesus and follow him passionately, and instead they are trying to just get what they can get from you. And you can feel burned, you can feel used by that, you can feel frustrated um, by that and not really know how to address it. So 
first of all, it's common. Um, second thing is that God does sometimes use wrong motivations to expose people to his kingdom and they turn around, right? Not everybody who comes for the wrong motivation will stay for the wrong motivation, right? Some people will really encounter God in those home groups. They'll encounter God in your life. And even though they started with the wrong motivation, you can see a change in them. And so, um, be patient. Keep proclaiming the word of God to them. Keep loving them. Keep um, uh, continue to speak truth. And, you know, we always want to have truth and love. They go together. We can't only love people and never speak truth to them into their life. So you need to have grace and truth, love and truth going hand in hand together as you're working with them. Right. And so, um, the loving part might be what you've uh, you saw they had a great need and you've contributed to them, you've given to them, right? And you've uh, tried to help them and assist them. But maybe this person is now in need of some uh, some gentle, loving correction and uh, discipleship. You know, so often we believe that in when we are making disciples, we cannot. Uh, bring truth. We're afraid to bring to truth to we don't want to offend people. We don't want them to uh, get angry with us. We may have the fear of man or different things that are going on in our lives, but we need to be willing to bring truth in a loving way if we want to see these people grow. Because our commitment is not just to having church attendees, you know, or having a big number of people who come to our group. No, our commitment is what? Our commitment is we want to make disciples and not just make disciples, but make disciples who are able to make more disciples. And that means that we're going to have to sometimes confront, lovingly confront some things in their lives that need um, that they need to think about and they need to be willing to change in order to see them grow into the kind of disciple that God wants them to be and that you want to see them be so that they can multiply the right kinds of things, right? If you're multiplying something, you're multiplying weak disciples who are not reflecting Jesus, that is not going to multiply and spread into a disciple-making movement, right? So loving correction. But how do you go about doing that? Um, I would just say first off that you need to build relationship and trust first. Before you confront someone, you need to build relationship and trust. They need to be convinced that you are somebody who is for them, that you believe in them, that you are someone who is with them. And they're not just someone who comes and shows up at your church meeting and, um, you know, someone that you, in a sense, have authority over or you control. No, you have to have genuine, real relationship with this person. So you have to be willing to listen to what are their issues, serve them in different kinds of ways and build a true relationship of trust. And again, I often say discipleship is not a meeting. Disciple making happens in the context of genuine, real relationships. And that means an investment of time people. But once you have that relationship, you want to lovingly go to them. And um, I always like to start that kind of a conversation um, by first, you know, giving some affirmation, the good things that maybe you've seen in this brother, maybe he's not doing everything that you would like, but maybe there's been something good that you can affirm and speak about. Um, then you can also uh, affirm your love for them and just let them know, you know, 
I really care about you and I want to see you be all that God has called you to be. He has a destiny for your life. Speak faith you know, about who you believe they are going to be and um, who they could become in God. And then bring the correction. Just bring it clearly without accusation and just say, hey, I noticed that you haven't been showing up for the ministry times that you had committed to. And, you know, can I just ask why, why that is? That's disappointing to me. And I'd like to understand more about what's going on and what's causing that. So don't accuse, but lovingly bring up the issue and let them respond and then listen well, you know, but don't just ignore the issue or be afraid to address it. Good leadership are, you know, involves addressing issues in a disciple's life. And it actually shows more love when you're willing to have that difficult conversation than if you ignore the issue and just um, are annoyed inside your spirit and your heart with that person. You know, have the conversation, ask questions, affirm them and listen and then, you know, just bring truth, you know, and if they are making excuses and you are seeing that they're coming for the wrong reasons, you may need to encourage them to move on, you know, um, or, you know, there may be additional steps you need to take in that situation. But often somebody that is lovingly corrected has never really experienced that in their life before. They've been corrected in a harsh way. They've been corrected in a scolding, accusatory way by authoritarian leaders. They've never been lovingly corrected before. And um, God will give you skills and he'll give you um, wisdom in how to go about that. Making disciples and sharing Jesus with those around you can be difficult. We need help to keep our faith alive as we step out to do new things. Faith to Move Mountains, Stirring Our Faith to Believe for Movements Among the Unreached is a 30-day devotional that will encourage your heart and build your faith. In it, I and my co-author, Kevin Sutter, share a scripture, a story, and a challenge each day from years of frontline experience working in tough places. Like I said, making disciples can be hard, progress is often slow, and breakthroughs seem distant. This devotional will kickstart your faith for a movement of disciples in your area. Grab a copy on Amazon.com today. All right. So we've been talking about how to gently confront those who maybe are, you know, you suspect have wrong motives. We've had a good conversation, I hope, about this today. But now I want to give you an action step. If you have somebody like that, or maybe you don't, but you, as you've been listening, you've been thinking about someone that you need to have some gentle, loving, godly conversation with. Um, there's an issue that needs to be addressed. I want to encourage you to go ahead and step into that conversation. Um, pray before, make sure you follow the things I talked about with affirming it. But as I said on the podcast, Good leaders don't ignore these kinds of issues. They lovingly confront and they disciple into them. So take that step, dare to take that step to disciple deeply like that. And you're going to see the release of multiplication as a result. God bless you. And we'll see you back in the next podcast. That's all we've got for this episode of the Dare to Multiply podcast. 
One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at dmmsfrontiermissions.com slash blog on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, God's dreams for us are always bigger than we can imagine.